credit where credit's due. And today, it is payable to Brian Zoffi. What? Welcome to Dolls. Yes, because you brought up the Charlie McCarthy doll first on this on this very podcast. Oh my god, I had no idea. I years later, I would, in I would be winning these awards. I know you you won a dolly. Thank God. I am diving fist first into the Charlie McCarthy doll today on Dolls. Okay. I am so excited for this. Listen, Th- this Brian, is stu- the stuff of legend. You have you have teased a little bit about this doll and about how Candace Bergen was made to eat breakfast with this doll. Next to the stall. I mean, it gets so much worse than that. You have no idea. I'm you're about to know. Okay. <laughs> I can't, I honestly like legit can't wait. I will get into the history of the doll, then I will talk about how this doll doll plagued Candace Bergen's life. Okay. Got it. All right. <laughs> so the Charlie McCarthy doll was the talk of the town in the 40s and 50s. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> A great feat for a radio dummy. Yes, that's right. Charlie McCarthy was even popular over the fucking radio. So when vaudeville radio TV movies, no, vaudeville radio movies TV. I'm shocked by that because Charlie McCarthy was a doll. So it wasn't part of the charm seeing him. 30% audience share on the radio. 30% of the audience in America was was listening. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear. Mm-hmm. Edgar Bergen. Edgar Bergen, yeah. Okay. Was not the star. The doll was the star. That's right. Okay. Mr. Bergen was second fiddle, always and forever. Neighbors Japan. And I will talk about that. It hurts a man's pride to know that a doll is more successful than you. Even though you created the doll. And you are the doll. And you are the doll. You're voicing the doll. There's, And everyone knows, by the way, that you created it. This is a psychological experiment. And I can't believe Candace Bergen had to put up with this. Oh, I can't believe she turned out the way she did. She seems like a totally charming like, rye. Yeah. She's she, painting on Louis Vuitton handbags. She just b- ruins them every chance she gets. She's great. So Candace's dad... Edgar called Charlie Candace's brother in the house. So upsetting. Now, listen, Aaron, I don't think it's going to be news to you that I famously, quite famously, uh, have subscriptions to things I've never used or did, nor did I know I signed up for them. And by the way, I might very well have signed up for them and just forgot. A couple of these things. That's beside the point. A Bally's Total Fitness membership I have no recollection of. Okay. A. B. Car and Driver Magazine. Okay. I don't know where or how or why. Didn't you have two Bally's gym memberships? I was so hoping we weren't going to go there. But yes, I did. So sorry. I'm so sorry. The truth, the truth came out. The point is this. I have subscriptions I completely forgot about. I also, I need to learn my lesson and not sign up for any more free trials because I have to tell you, like, right after that, I just stay in it for the subscription. And then, like, two years later, I'm like, maybe I should cancel it. I I actually canceled my Costco membership on time this year because I don't. Oh, how was it? It was a wonderful feeling. Actually, but then I'm going to have to redo it for the next season. You know what? Okay. Here's the thing. Rocket Money finds the subscriptions that you maybe forgot about or that you maybe signed up for or that you are having trouble canceling. Some of these are very difficult to cancel. 
They find those subscriptions and they are the middleman. They do it for you. They even can negotiate a lower price on your bills. They did that for, by the way, my cell phone bill. Okay, I pay less than I used to. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and saves its members an average of $720 a year. They've saved over $500 million in total for people in canceled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash attitudes. That's rocketmoney.com slash attitudes. Rocketmoney.com slash attitudes. I have so many subscriptions I have completely forgotten about or have had because now I use something that really helps me with this. But I used to subscribe to Car and Driver magazine. Don't know how, don't know why. There was another highbrow magazine I subscribed to that I could not get out of. I couldn't even log into it. What do you mean another highbrow magazine? Well, I wasn't, I shouldn't say another. A, a different magazine that was a little more highbrow, I guess I should say. But I could, no matter how many times I tried, I could not log in, log in to read it. So I was like, how do I get out of this? You know who helped me? Rocket Money. Not to mention, I've talked legendarily about the two gym memberships I had that I didn't know I had. Rocket Money helps you find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions, the subscriptions you didn't even know you had. And they can even negotiate a lower price for your bills. They did that with my cell phone bill. Unbelievable. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year. Most people think that like max, they're overspending by like, you know, $20, $40 a month. It's so much more than that. $725 a year is the is the average with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. I probably had a, one million of those dollars just to myself. So uh, please, this app is really, really useful. I do use it. They have helped me a lot. So stop wasting your money on things you don't use, including all those free trials that then you get billed for. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash attitudes. That's rocketmoney.com slash attitudes. Rocketmoney.com slash attitudes. The time has come, okay? It might be the dead of winter, okay? January can be a very downer time because you've just had the holidays. You've had so much stress and maybe you wanted some time off and it didn't actually come. Now, though, is the time to start planning an adventure on a glorious beach filled with glorious pride where you can make the most of it plan and you can look for you have something to look forward to that's what we have to do in the winter who is planning a trip to provincetown this year okay if you've never been before if it's your first time if you go over here it doesn't matter you deserve to enjoy life you could take pride in where you travel when you go there and it's always an adventure there, truly. Provincetown is so welcoming to everyone. It embraces diversity. It's the place where cultural cultural diversity has a place. It's something for everyone there. Glamour, dining, dancing, entertainment, hiking, biking, beaches. An absolute unique experience where everyone is welcome. Not to mention, it's absolutely gorgeous. It really is. You can see all kinds of comedy shows, go to great dinners, bike, do everything. 
plus it's queer. Okay. It is LGBTQ plus, 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 plus. So go be yourself this summer. Plan something fabulous for yourself. There's fun theme weeks every week for everyone who's LGBTQ plus, like Pride, Girl Splash, Bear Week, Family Week, Carnival, Trans Week, the whole thing. So go to ptowntourism.com, the official guide to Provincetown, ptowntourism.com. I will get into the details of this truly bizarre and unkind relationship thrust upon Candace by her father uh, to be sisters with a doll, but let me get into the history before I get into it. Okay, so if you've not seen the doll, it's made of wood and plastic with human hair and glass eyes and wears synthetic fabric and cotton clothing, a cardboard and fur top hat, glass monocle and leather shoes. It is Mr. Peanut meets the Monopoly Man. It's totally Mr. Peanut meets the Monopoly Man. He's like a class act who's like, you can see, you can imagine doing like color commentary on the side at like social events. I I do think if this was acceptable to do during this time, he would have come out of the closet. Mm -hmm. He was snappy. I mean, I'm I'm talking about a fucking doll. like a coward, yeah. 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 Um, Edgar, the man inside the doll, uh, was born of Swedish parents, raised in, was raised in Chicago and worked a ton of jobs supporting his family after his dad died. And he taught himself the art of talking with your mouth shut while working all those jobs. He- Oh, how sad. He apprenticed under some master ventriloquist because he was so impressed with his skills and then got better so and better far, and better. sounds like Edward Scissorhands. Just see. <laughs> Without the cool haircuts. Absolutely. Talk about people who, I mean, this is a time where you definitely didn't eat well. This is no, gravy God, on gravy. No. This is stuff in Jello. It's exactly no. what you were saying. Yes. And they like with dry bread on purpose. The stalest croutons. I don't even know how you can make croutons stale, but stale croutons and too big on a salad. Absolutely. Yeah. So he asked his pal and woodcarver Theodore Mack to make a dummy for him which Edgar based on a rascally redheaded Irish newspaper boy he knew. So, you know. Sure. Yeah, right. All of a sudden you are making a doll out of out of a person you loved. He created the body himself using a nine inch length of broomstick for the backbone and a rubber bands and cords to control the lower jaw mechanism of the mouth. I guess that's pretty That's cool. pretty innovative. Yeah. yeah. He's scrappy, this Edgar And apparently this, when he's first came to be whatever Pinocchio'd he wasn't always in this great Gatsby look he first put on his tux and monocle at the rainbow room at the Waldorf Astoria his first performance there wow and then a look was born mm-hmm. okay I want to play this, this is why you really shouldn't fulfill your dreams through your children imaginary or not you know no what I mean? no no no, no. Yeah. I want to play this um clip of him on the Dean Martin show. I mean, Dean Martin is absolutely tanked. Okay. Of course. Yeah. But I want to play this for you so we can all get a little sense of what this doll was about. And again, Dean Martin, like truly like the bartender has cut him off and he's still there. Okay. Yeah. He's still hanging on. Um, I'm going to share my screen, but then I can play this. Okay. Can you see this? Yeah. Okay. I was invited to a party he at Andy so. Williams' house. And it was one of those bring your own ice cream parties. So I stopped with a mall shop. He's and drunk. And you'll never guess who I bumped into. Well, let me show you. Uh, yes, sir. Well, I'll have a little 
little rum and maple and uh, go easy on the maple. Now, for heaven's sake, what's D. Martin doing in a place like this? That's Charlie McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie McCarthy and Mr. Ed Well, Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Dean. How very nice to see you again. That's Edgar. Yeah, Vino. No, no, Mr. Martin's name is Dino, not Vino. Well, I call him the way I see him. <laughs> but I hear I see the sap is running. He's always the same. Yeah. Nasty. All right. Now, gentlemen, gentlemen, now, please, every time you meet, well, you start bickering. Now, why not, I ask you, why not bury the hatchet? All right, and I think I know where I'm going to bury it. You're not too funny since Jerry left, are you? <laughs> anyway, you get it. Jim Martin is hammered. Von Hammered. Also, Edgar Bergen is just full. Honey, he is like, he's the clothing designer in season two of Emily in Paris. And I'm sorry I know that reference. I'm actually deeply worried about myself. But that's who that is. I have no, what is, can you just describe it for those of us who In today's world, Edgar Bergen would be like a, a kind of a Karl Lagerfeld, Andre Leon Talley type. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. By the way, in this whole sketch, no one can be bothered to make eye contact with the audience or the camera or anybody else involved. We are not being invited into this comedy routine. This is, this is a two grown men, one of them tanked, and a puppet. Staring at each other in profile. And doing a, doing a fucking sketch in an ice cream shop. Yeah. Why did it have to be in an ice cream shop? I have no idea. I'm sorry, but nothing makes me more disgusted than the idea of someone smoking a cigarette and eating ice cream. It is the most horrifying thing I can imagine. And Dino was obviously smoking like crazy. It's just, I mean, literally the beginning of that is, I was an ice cream shop. I'm just going to take a look. Really and then he just now. leaves. Sure he just walks off without even saying, like, here we go. Continuous that he walked over to another set. If that, that must have been live, so it's not like they edited that, right? I have no idea. And this was just blasted into home. The only time he was coherent is when he was making a joke about drinking alcohol. Right. Yeah. Anyway, you can, you can tell that the bar was low back then because everyone was drunk. So, Charlie and Edgar made movies together like Charlie McCarthy, Detective. Just says what he does. I did not know they made movies. Oh, Brian, they made shit tons of movies. That made money, probably. This is the thing about this is like I the the fact that this doll was like so such a okay. The fact that this doll was such a um Legend. Okay, here's the thing. The doll was a legend because the doll was saucy, okay? Right. And apparently, Withering. some of the things that the doll said would have been censored had a human being said them, but because a doll said them, they weren't, but even though a human being was saying them. Fully. Three, two, one, lift off. That's right. I'm lifting off in my... Rocket money, spaceship, going off to the to the planet savings. That was not stuff that they wrote. That's what I wrote. And um, and I'm gonna stick with it. <laughs> okay. Rocket Money is a beautiful, beautiful app that 
is all about personal finance. They cancel and find your unwanted subscriptions, monitor your spending, and help you lower your bills. I did not know I was uh, subscribed to Cigar Aficionado. I didn't know why it was coming to my house. I don't need to see Sylvester Stallone every month smoking different cigars from Cuba or wherever. I don't need it, okay? And Rocket Money helped me to rectify the situation. Also, I don't know if you're in a household full of adults, but I am. And a lot of people are subscribing to the same subscription services that when we can all share the password and username. Okay. So they helped me. I put everyone's info in there and we got everything streamlined in my household, especially if you if you have um, uh, elderly parents living with you. It's very helpful. They have over 5 million users and help save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash attitudes. That's rocketmoney.com slash attitudes. Rocketmoney.com slash attitudes. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company making eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Maybe you're a keto. Maybe you're a paleo. Maybe you're a vegan. Maybe you're a vegetarian. Maybe you're gluten-free. Or maybe you just want to eat more balanced meals. Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit what you like. It's the number one meal kit for eating clean with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. Feel your best with nutritionist-approved recipes, including calorie-smart meals under 650, protein-packed meals with 30-plus grams of protein on average per serving, science-backed Mediterranean recipes, and flavorful plant-rich vegan and vegetarian meals with organic fruits and vegetables, good-for-you grains, and plant-based protein. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions as well as 100% of the plastic in every box. Plus, nearly all packaging materials are curbside recyclable in most areas of the U.S. Power through the bustling holiday season with our Green Chef's convenient step-by-step recipes, including wholesome dinners ready in 30 minutes or less, and over 35% of the recipes can be made in 25 minutes or less. Go to greenchef.com slash 60attitudes and use code 60attitudes. That's how many attitudes we have. And get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. That's greenchef.com slash 60 attitudes and use code 60 attitudes to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. The amount of like just diving into this world where a doll could be doing this, but the doll is real. I, I This was I, also a time a when like time. everyone thought everything was real. Do you know what I mean? So like, I do feel like if people, like if Dean Martin had been offended by something Charlie McCarthy said, I feel like he would have punched Charlie, not Edgar Bergen. Yeah, that's exactly what would have happened. Listen, <laughs> yeah. there was a time, so Mary Todd Lincoln was obsessed with the occult. I've probably mentioned this once on the show, but this is from Mary Roach's book. Uh, so obsessed with the occult, but the people who would come in and do seances and stuff, they would do things that represented ectoplasm, but they would just pull lace out of their hats. Right. And that's what this is to me. For sure. Yeah. They're like, wait, 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 wait. That's not really talking. Yeah. Wait, you're saying that doll isn't alive. (laughs) (laughs) Then what's happening? I'd rather watch Madam any day of the week. Oh, me too. I hate, I mean, would I rather watch either of them? I don't know. I mean, I I could pass on to both, to be honest with you. 
Bergen and McCarthy are sometimes credited with saving the world because on the night of October 30th, 1938, Orson Welles was performing War of the Worlds radio play. Sure. As you know, caused mass hysteria. Right. But most of the American public had instead tuned into Bergen and McCarthy on another... I love that he's always credited. It's not just Edgar. It's... McCarthy Bergen. and Bergen right, like on, a an, duo. on another station. And so because his show was so popular, a lot of people didn't even hear it. Didn't even were, hear the war of the worlds. Right. They believed that the world of the, the war of the worlds was happening, but they also believed they couldn't get over that a doll could drink a martini. They weren't hysterical by a fake attack on earth by aliens because they were too busy being entertained by yeah. a wooden puppet. Sure. That's, that's 1938. Oh yeah. In a nutshell. That's right. That is a smart idea though, to be like the sensors won't hear it from a human, but they'll hear it from a doll. I, I, I don't understand it. It's a human being saying it. Then why didn't we have more cuss and dolls? We should That's have had what I want. I want to see. We fucking, should have had more cuss and dolls. I totally agree with you, Brian. I mean, yeah. I now I feel like can we just do this now? Like with cancel culture, can we just go out there and just say like, hey, I'm going to say whatever I want. Cussing. But it's the doll. It's not it's me. Not me. You can't cancel a doll if you don't know where the doll is living. Although I know where this doll's living in fucking Edgar uh, Edgar's Beverly Hills. Sorry, Beverly Grove. Is there a Beverly Grove Drive in Beverly Hills? There is, yes. Okay, that's where they were living. Okay. So, he wanted to break away from Charlie after years and years and years and came up with new characters. Mortimer Snurd. You're, you can't be serious. Yeah. That would have been my favorite. Effie Clinker. Uh, honestly, these are all better than Charlie McCarthy. His fans said, no. We want what we they want. They said, no. You're telling me they said no to Mortimer Snurd? And what was the other one? Effie Clinker. <laughs> They're fools. Mortimer Snurd and Effie Clinker are the freshest names in town. Charlie McCarthy, step it's aside. Th- it's such a thing of the past. I'm telling you, they the, the fans were <laughs> livid that he dared to even to branch out. Bring a snurd into this. Let's talk about his family for a moment. His real family, his human family. In 1941, he met 18-year-old Frances Westerman, a young fashion model who had graduated from Los Angeles High School the private, private, previous year. He was 38. I'm about to barf in my fucking mouth. Absolutely. He sp- This is the worst part. Spotted her in the live audience of his radio program where she was the guest of one of his staff members. And from... She was sitting in the front row and her legs caught his attention and he asked to meet her. And that's Candace Bergman's mom. That's like when Kathleen Turner and Serial Mom starts flashing the prosecutor or or someone on the witness stand and he gets like totally confused. That's what she was doing. At a Um, doll show. At at a a doll show. I remember it. These people. Did you know L7's in that? Yeah. That's the band. I know. Except I think they they call themselves like the Camel Toes or something in the movie. Yeah. Um, I do recommend the L7 documentary, uh, which is a fantastic peek into the 90s and also a peek into like what it fucking takes to make money in the music industry. It's rough, man. 
So Candace and Charlie had a famous photo of the two of them in matching footy pajamas at the top of the stairs for Christmas that, you know, back in the day, the only, it was like, there was no Instagram. So they had to take pictures of their family all the time and put it in like magazines and be like, right. Oh, the like holding their child up in their arms, smiling at it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So fake. So it's so Candace fake. with a fully lit candle at like, I don't know, one and a half years old. <laughs> I at love the how they of- were just constantly putting children in danger back then. They were like, here, hold on to this knife for five At seconds. the top of the stairs. <laughs> in the it's slipperiest, so in pajamas you cannot walk in. Of course not. Oh, it's so good. They didn't and Charlie care. has the same outfit on. And it's like, the dragon children. Yeah, matching. Okay, here's the fucked up thing, Okay. The doll had its own bedroom in the house and it was bigger than Candace's. That is so all kinds of fucked. It is so. Just like lay in bed all day, I guess. I guess it was not a thing. I mean, it was not a human. It's not her brother. I I must be livid. Well, okay. So. I can't imagine it. The other thing is like, it's also sexist. Your wooden male fake. Your dad's wooden male fake doll yeah. is getting more shit in your house than you are. Yep. Make some money, Candace. Her, her dad would also put them both on his lap and pinch the back of Candace's neck and have her open her mouth to pretend. And she would do conversations between ventriloquisting Cameron, or it's Candace, and the doll and Charlie. Ugh. Okay. Although now I'm only picturing Candace Cameron. I'm so sorry. As a puppet. That I would that would actually that, answer some questions for me. For sure, for sure. It's really a good thing that Candace developed her own career because her father left Charlie everything in the will. What does that mean? He left a bunch of money in Charlie's name or like made donations in his so name. So that or funds something? could be managed, invested and reinvested to provide for future performances of the Charlie McCarthy doll. And he said, I make can't... this provision for sentimental reasons, which to me are vital due to the association with Charlie McCarthy, who has been my constant companion and who has taken on the character of a real person and from whom I've never been separated for even a day. So Candace Bergen got nothing. She had to sit by and watch a doll reap this entire fortune and you know what though she was like this i this this i i always fought for my dad's attention and for his love and when i got that i understood where i I, that i was never going to happen and i got to tell you this about candace uh, bergen you ask anyone who won in the end she did i gotta be honest people know who she is you go up to any eight-year-old and say do you know charlie mccarthy or candace bergen Go up to any kindergarten, any anybody in an elementary age zone, okay? And you go they'll, up. Say, they'll say Candace Bergen, no doubt. They also have the Soderbergh uh, movie that she was in, of course. Cruise, cruise ship, of course. Cruise ship, Speed Two, Cruise Control with Meryl Streep and Diane Weist. Let them all talk. Listen, I've never cold. watched She's a movie so that, that made movie. me happier in my life. I loved that movie. Candace Bergen's great in it. She's She's so so good. She's wonderful in it. She's good, but uh, yeah. yeah, She's like, like you feel for her, but also she's sort of shitty, (laughs) but you like her. Talk about someone who's broken 
inherited trauma. No kidding. To do Go. that, to have that that father. That's and by the way, so she used to have to perform on the show with Charlie, her brother. She has a real brother, by the way. Wait, she has an what? actual brother. <laughs> that was Edgar Bergen's son? Yes. That, yes. What happened to him? I don't know what his story is because I think he's not in the limelight, but. I wonder if they used to pretend they were dolls to get their dad's affection. I, I, um, I wonder. Candace does seem like someone who's like, fuck you all the time. <laughs> At a certain she point, does. I'm sure she was like, you're crazy. You're yeah. a nutcase. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. I'm beautiful. And I'm sure. And I'm going to meet Mike Nichols and make a movie with him. Bye. Bye. Yeah. But I'm also sure that like, he, you know, there's always weird shit when you're somebody who literally like got the Amer- quote unquote American dream, like was living in poverty from immigrant parents mm-hmm. and made a name for yourself. And then you have a kid who was born in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there was weird stuff with that too. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, of like the drunk punishing thing. your kids because sure. you gave them a good life. Yep. You have you know? no idea what I went through. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't actually. Do you, it, what, so do you want to talk to me about it? Or you want to just scream <laughs> at me because I'm asking for 20 bucks? Totally. Um, she said about his her, about her father's death, because obviously the Charlie McCarthy doll still alive. <laughs> she said his death left a space for me. I was able to much more live according to my own expectations. I always felt my fame was ill-gotten sort of borrowed from his and that perhaps I tried to keep some kind of rain on it. Even when he was in retirement, I felt like I was poaching on his territory. He joke and say he was the father of Candace Bergen. And that was only partially a joke. It was really hard on him. So I'm sure it was. That's that's despite everything, mm. despite having to pretend that a wooden doll is your brother. Mm-hmm. Okay. You build a career for yourself. And I don't know. Did, he also he also dragged her on the fight. He abused her cuteness, his daughter's own cuteness and her precociousness mm-hmm. and sold her out to newspapers and then brought her on his show and Put did all this stuff. in her hands, literally. And, and then was like, and then she fucking <laughs> ran with it. And he was like, fuck you. Yeah, classic. Cannot win with this guy. Anyway, if you want to see the doll, it's on display at the Smithsonian. Because we, we really know how to just really artifacts that matter to to it's it's if you it's right next to the Declaration of Independence. It goes serious? Liberty Bell, Declaration <laughs> of Independence, the Wright brothers playing, and then the Charlie McCarthy doll. Aaron. I do feel like the Smithsonian is a fucking museum of like anything white dudes. Aaron. Anyway. Aaron. I hope you listen, I hope you never Anyone listening to this, and especially you, Brian, I hope you never have to experience the 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 curse of having a performer in your family who's a ventriloquist. <laughs> Aaron, I have something to say. Yeah. I owned a Charlie McCarthy doll when I was a kid. <gasps> Did it have the tiny book? No, it was just like, I mean, it was like a replica of a replica of a replica, but my mm-hmm. grandparents got it for me. I was so fucking scared of it. It and was there, like, it went in the closet immediately and never came back. It out. has no, it has nothing going on in the eyes. No. And it has like blood red lips. Where is it? I think I broke the monocle immediately. <laughs> it's probably still in like a garbage bag somewhere in my parents' house, maybe. 
If you go home, when you go home next time, will you see if you can find it? Yeah, I'll see if I can find it. That is, I know I beat the shit out of it because I was so scared of it. <laughs> like, I really tried to beat it up because I was so scared. And again, it's not the doll's fault. Of course not. You know what I mean? I think I like stepped on its face or something, but. And oh my I, God. I used, to, I used to scare my sister with it too. Cause I would make the mouth move really, really fast. And I'd wake her up like that and she'd <laughs> scream and cry. It's not, listen, it's not I'm sure like. Dean Martin could be, I, I'm sure he's pissing himself as he's doing that sketch with the if Charlie McCarthy doll. Imagine if I had to walk into a long hallway mm-hmm. and at the end was an open room with Charlie McCarthy sitting at a, as a, at a desk, I would absolutely do the cowardly lion and jump out, break a window and just offend oh, myself. Oh yeah, Kool-Aid man right out of there. Out of there. It, listen, yeah. if you want to go down the rabbit hole of watching this, the uncanny, there's no uncanny valley here. It no, is, it's a it, doll. It's a doll, okay? Yeah. But watching a doll act in a movie with a human woman and hit on her is the grossest thing I've ever seen in my life. I, and I, also that he was a, allowed to do all these things right. through a doll. He yeah. could do whatever he wanted because he's like, it's a doll, it's the act, but it's like... This is an extension of you. This is you. I got to say, it's very much, in a sense, like a privileged, Charlie was sort of like a privileged white gay man in that like, oh, you're not offended, I'm gay. Oh, you don't care if I grab you there, I'm gay. Oh, you don't care if I say that, I'm gay. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a thing there. Oh, it's exactly that. And even the way he flirts with women, it's like he negs them. Right. Pickup artist. What a cad. He's the original Matador or whatever. I agree. Mayhem and Matador. Was that their names? I don't I care. I don't remember. Something about um, something. About something. I don't know. You know you You're ending it, yeah. about ventriloquism and not getting involved was the best. By the way, the Charlie McCarthy doll, I'll say this, the, the, it does not hold up in value. I think like a good one, it's a good thing that you said that you bashed its skull in because... <laughs> They're only they're only like to seventy five to two hundred dollars. There's no market for them, right? I'm right because oh, everyone God. who remembers that him is glad? dead. But aren't you glad? Not because of Charlie, but because of Edgar Bergen being such a piece of shit. I think if Can- Candace Bergen having to live her whole life seeing her dad idealized, I think it 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 might be the only closure that she has. Yeah. And That's I, you true. know, I hope she's living her Malibu dreams Me on her too. own I hope money. She keeps painting those purses. I, I what really are you hope- talking about? She paints honey, her. Honey, if you're not following Bergen bags, you might as well die. Bergen bags on Instagram? Honey. Yes, I think it's called Bergen bags. Yeah. Wait, so she I, does. I, she paints. She takes really expensive bags and paints them. Well, I guess now it's also a lot of pictures of. I don't her? know. Now it's something else. I mean, I'm obsessed with her and I always have been. I used to watch Murphy Brown when I was a kid. No, I know that about you. I, I did know that. Bergen bags. All of these. Tired like ass of- honky ho. What is this? <laughs> what is this? Wait, is, like is this her, her actual site? Yes. <laughs> and it used to just be her painting on like... Louis Vuitton and Chanel bags, and she would just paint like a star on it or a fish or something. If, if back in the early I days, am, now I don't know what the hell this is. It's a dog appreciation thing. Yeah, it's basically dog appreciation. Her and weird hats. But she hasn't painted a person in a while. I think that's a huge mistake. I really am obsessed with this on a level that can't be expressed really in any way. Oh, for sure. She's the mom and grandma I wish I had. And I and I wonder if 
anybody related to her would say that, but I feel, she honestly I mean, does seem pretty great. Oh, here's a handbag she painted. Don't you think she doesn't give a fuck? Oh, you can tell once you scroll down enough to the bags, then yeah, you'll know she doesn't so give a fuck. So are people because, giving her these bags or she's buying? I don't know. All I know is I'm looking at a Louis Vuitton handbag with pancakes, butter, and bacon painted onto it. Okay? The butter pad alone took her 20 minutes, she said. 20 minutes? That's not a long she's time. <laughs> painting this on a purse. Wait. And then I see another like bull terrier. What? Or Frenchie I, on a my, Louis Vuitton My bag. Instagram won't let me go down that far, this far. But it was, it's, is there a thing where it's all burnt? All, are you Can on I, your... Yes, please share, share my screen. screen. I would show you. Hang on. Let me see. Oh, I see this shit. Hold on. It's I'm a, it's a oh, teacup wait. or it's just a bull, bull terrier to white purse. Right. <laughs> yeah. That just says Lizzie. <laughs> A really rusty return to temporary Bergen bagging, clearing yeah. the decks before going back to work. I'm I telling mean, you, Aaron, you've got to like, scroll back enough to see the Bergen it's bags. It's true. Oh, I'm seeing them now. I see a dog. It's unbelievable. It's, hold on. This is a Louis Vuitton. Yeah. She's painted this at 5 a.m. after a wedding. <laughs> I don't, I can't believe I missed this. This one is a Gucci bag with two Bichons on it. One named Barney, one named Button. And the caption is, the poodle hair is very labor intensive. If you knew it was for you, you'd plots. What does plots mean? Like, you'd like lose your mind, I guess. Or you'd like collapse from excitement. Hang on. Now I'm going to see if I can share my screen with you. So here she is with um, Diane Keaton. She's got a monster bag, which is a bag painted like a monster in front of Diane Keaton. And yeah. uh, oh my God, what's her name? She's so beautiful and so wonderful. I, I, I love that every single one I see has a Jeffrey self comment on it. <laughs> every Does single paint, one. Here's a Balenciaga bag with a dog on it. She's unbelievable. Oh, this is the book club. Glamorous oh, geezers right. having Mary sex. Virgin, maybe. Yes, I yeah. love. And Jane She's Fonda. Wonderful. And Jane Fonda, who we love. Oh, my God. Yeah. Good. Have fun tonight. This is... This is... I I don't... And she also wears crazy shoes. Yeah, she does. She's really into, like, being wacky. Well, I mean, I wonder where she... Oh, this shit. This is not good. <laughs> no. No. She buys a really expensive bag and then paints for an exhausting 20 minutes, up to 20 minutes. <laughs> that is in no time at all. No. Listen, I didn't <laughs> okay. know this is going to get here, I'm but I'm sorry. so happy it did. Me too. If and this is an expression of childhood emotional trauma, I can't say I'm here for it, <laughs> no, but I appreciate it. But I appreciate it. And she's pretty great. Thank you so much for listening to Dolls, a.k.a. What is Candace <sighs> Bergen doing her 20 minutes of spare time? Yep. It's painting pats of butter. Onto $3,000 purses. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Dolls. We always go there and we never, we're never scared. No way, babe. <laughs>